0: You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. What I won't tell you is the title of this devotion. That's right, you heard me. What I won't tell you. Do you know something? It takes as much of Jesus to share the good news and share of his spirit as it does not to say things that would grieve him. You know, the Bible teaches us that when Jesus was like a lamb before its shears. He opened not his mouth. Jesus spoke seven things when he was on the cross, and all of them were written in the Psalms. He only spoke what the Father had taught him. It is such an incredible grace to have that we more and more learn to only speak what the Father teaches us and that there are things we will never tell. No, but I won't tell you that there are things I will never tell you. I remember one lady, a precious woman of God, really. She came here and she stood before me, and I, th- I think her conscience was really bothering her about something she felt she shouldn't have done. And she stood looking at me, and I could feel in her that she wanted me to really rebuke her, you know, because she was used to other ministers being that way. And I, I'll never forget it. The Spirit of Christ's love just came up in me and I said, what you want from me, I will never tell you. You want me to be harsh and correct you harshly, but that will not transform your heart and change you. It's only the love of Jesus that compels us to live the life that he gives. And that is what I'll give you. You see, I want to have such a heart that God can hold, that I will not speak what some other thought, some other feeling says. Oh my goodness. It says in Proverbs 30, when you have an evil thought, put your hand over your mouth. It is so important that we guard our heart and our mouth to only do what the Father teaches us. So I want to talk to you about this a little bit today, starting in Malachi chapter 3, please. Malachi chapter 3. What I won't tell you is the title of this devotion. Malachi 3, starting at verse 16. Then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another, and the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who feared the Lord and meditated on his name. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, on that day that I make them my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. Then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked, between one who serves God and the one who does not serve him you see this i mean to me this is wow god is listening when you're talking with your acquaintances with your family with your friends the lord is listening when i talk with virginia and she's talking with me he listens and makes notes of our way of reasoning and our way of thinking and the spirit by which we say what we say He listens. When I talk to Josh or Zach or Sean or Sarah or Josh is married with Sarah or Zachary is married with Sean or how I talk with Jamie, my son-in-law, or Mariah, our daughter, you know, our family culture, how we talk, the Lord's listening. The Lord's listening and he makes notes of it. And there's a reward for those who fear the Lord in the way that they talk about others. And there are things that maybe you saw, or maybe you heard. You'd never tell it. Never. Never would you be the the enemy's advocate. Never would you do his evil work of accusing the innocent or condemning the just. Never would you do such a thing. No, God forbid that you would work against Christ in his spirit of reconciliation and restoration. No, you wouldn't do it. Say amen. No, I won't do it. I won't talk this way. I will not speak with malice. I will not speak with envy, with strife. I will not speak with a spirit of contention, with with contrariness in the way that I say things. I will not speak with vulgarity or uncleanness or unholiness. I will not use vain words and grieve the spirit by which I'm sealed to be well-pleasing to God. No, I'm I'm, I'm just not going to do it. And how can you learn more and more to, to, to become like this? By meditating on things like this, I mean, that's really helped me. Clothe yourself, Colossians 3.12 in the Amplified, as God's own chosen ones, His own picked representatives, who are purified and holy and well-beloved by God Himself, by putting on a behavior marked, a behavior that is obvious to others, of tender hearted pity, mercy, kind feeling, lowly opinion of yourself, gentle ways, patience, which is tireless, long suffering, and has the power to endure whatever comes with good attitude, with good temper. Be gentle, forbearing with one another. And if you have a difference, a grievance, or a complaint against another, readily pardon each other. Let it go. Don't talk about it. Don't make an issue when there don't need to be one. Even as the Lord has freely forgiven you, so you also must. You must forgive. You gotta let it go. Forgiving means you let it go. No, no, I'm not gonna hold this against you. The Lord says, be merciful to the merciful. You've been so merciful to me. I I, I better be merciful to you too. No, I'm not going to charge you with this. I'm not going to hold this against you. I'm not going to even meditate on it. I'm I'm not going to repeat it. I'm not going to mention it ever, ever. I will never mention it. I'll take it to the grave and let it be there forever in the place of the dead. But I live in the land of the living where all I can say, no charge, all is forgiven. Jesus paid it all. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left the crimson stain, but he washed me white as snow. You know, we need to have that washing white as snow grace upon our lives. We need to have that kind of spirit about us that doesn't hold a grudge against any man that doesn't repeat a matter and cause cause differences between relationships. We ought not to mention it. You see, the Scripture says that we are being led, compelled, moved, controlled by the love of our Savior. And His love endures long. It's patient. It's kind. It's not envious. It does not have some kind of jealousy, grudge. It's not boastful, vainglorious, it doesn't display itself haughtily. It's not conceited, arrogant, or inflated with pride. It's not rude or unmanly. Have you ever acted unmanly, Pastor? Oh, oh, have I? We went to to a park here during one of the summers some years ago. And uh, and uh, we just couldn't find parking you know and i said to virginia we had all the grandkids in the car i said honey let let me let drop you off and you go out there and sit with the kids and then i'll find the parking they need to get out of the car they're done and she said okay so i let them out you know and uh, and and i was helping i got out of the car to help to get the grandkids out and my little grandson huxley who was much smaller, he's five years, but he was smaller than that. And and he was coming along the side of the car and the door was open and this other car, this lady with her car full, came pretty fast around the corner and she could see that the gap was really too small, but she was maybe under pressure to get some parking. And so she pushed and it scared Huxley. It really scared her, him that her car kind of came. It was okay, but it seemed fast. And and it offended me. Pop! It offended me instantly on his behalf. And I looked at her. She had her window open. I said, wow, that was worth it, wasn't it? And I knew I bit her. I knew I'd done it in my spirit. And Virginia could feel it in the atmosphere. And she looked at me. She says, Honey. Your fuse is too short. Oh, my goodness. Instantly, the Holy Spirit in me convicted me. That is not Jesus. That is not Jesus. Instantly. I mean, she was gone. I had to help with the kids and and park my car and everything. I could not live with myself. Oh, I felt so miserable that I had so misrepresented my Savior. And I went to go find her, and I was able to find her. And I said to her, you know, I'd like to apologize for being so harsh with you in the parking. She said, oh, no, 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 it's okay, I understand. I said, no, I'm sorry, that was not right. That made me feel so bad that I was so harsh with you. Can you please forgive me? And she just stopped in her thoughts, and she said, yes. And and I don't know if they had something to talk about afterwards when I, I said, thank you so much for being gracious, have a good day. And I went on. And yes, I think if if we, if we speak in a way we shouldn't, we should take ownership and apologize. We should. We should go back and clean up our mess. What I won't tell you. No, I would have never spoken that way. And I've had to really pray and read scriptures I've been reading to you to say, no, Lord, I will never t- talk like that. No, I will not tell on people's bad behaviors. I will not. That's not my job. You see, love is not self-seeking. It's not touchy, fretful, resentful. Touchy means irritable. It takes no account of an evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but it does rejoice in right, And when truth prevails, love bears up under anything and everything that comes. It's always ready to believe the best. Love believes the best in every person, of every person. It's always hopes. Its hopes never fade under any circumstances. It endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. God is love, my friend. You know, there are things that maybe you've seen and heard. Don't ever repeat it. Take it to the grave. Do what God does. He casts it in the sea of forgetfulness. Psalm 103, verse 10. He has not dealt with us according to our sins or our transgressions, for as far as the east is from the west, he has separated our sins from us and remembers them no more. It is so important that we foster such a heart and that there is nothing in us that would tempt us to be talebearers. You see it says here in closing in Proverbs 11 verse 13 a talebearer reveals secret reveals secrets but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals a matter I am so grateful that it's not the culture of this church or of our offices and the precious people that we have the privilege to work with, Virginia and I, people don't come up to us and try to get information from us, from people in the church. I mean, God forbid that such thing would happen. Never, never. We have Janet and Anna and Paula and Catherine and some of these people been here for 30 plus years. Never, never. Would they come and, and then talk unkind about people in the congregation, God forbid, or tell us things. Even people like Philip and others who do counseling or whatever, she doesn't call me in her office and say, you know, Pastor, I was counseling him. Wow, what I heard. Never, God forbid. No. That is what I would think is sin, friends. No, if she's been trusted to counsel people, then it's between her and Christ totally and you know i pray that we foster a heart Ma, nah, there's just things you, well i will never tell no nah, i will never tell i had a man who, who who was yeah upset and he wanted to meet with me and i felt from the holy spirit no not now not now leave it not this not at this moment and then eventually time later, I felt the Holy Spirit, it's okay. So I met with him, and he looked at me. I said, what you want from me, I will never tell. You want me to talk to you about some of these people's failings and weaknesses. I said, I will never do that, never. But then I would never do that about you either. If somebody would come to see me and ask me about you, I'd say, oh, I love him. I pray for him. Oh, yeah, I have faith for him. I wouldn't tell them things that I know. No, I'll never go tell on you. I'm not saying this to boast to myself. I'm trying to descri- describe a grace that comes from Jesus, who will never tell on us to the Father, never, never. He is the one who justifies. Read it in Romans 8. The words of a talebearer, of a gossip, are like tasty trifles, and they go down into the innermost body. Let me read that from the Amplified Translation. I know I need to finish, but but give me just a second. I'm almost done. This is this is Proverbs 18, verse 8. Okay, 18, verse 8. The words of a whisperer or talebearer are as dainty morsels. They go down into the innermost parts of the body. Folks, we ought to have that kind of spirit that when somebody tries to come to us with all kinds of, Information that we say, hey, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about something else. And then be sweet about it. Move on. Don't make them feel bad. Move on and just leave it behind. All of us can sometimes have a thought and and we go later, oh, well, why did I think to say that. No, that's not my way. I don't talk like that. So I'm not trying to be harsh here in in teaching you. I'm trying to encourage you. Verse 19 of Proverbs 20 is my last verse. He who goes about as a tailbearer reveals secrets and therefore do not associate with one who flatters with his lips. Don't build relationships upon the basis of talking about things of other people that no, don't don't let that be I'm not saying separate, you, you know don't don't have friendships, but people get to know you and they kind of know no don't talk to Robert and Virginia about that that's they don't they don't go there and then people don't do it, but we should be this way with anybody and everybody and I pray that there are things things that you happen to maybe have seen or heard you'd never tell. He'd never tell. Not one soul. There's things I never tell Virginia. Are we secretive with one another? Totally. We're not. Completely we're not. We live in the truth. But she wouldn't want me to tell. I wouldn't want to tell. There's things that she knows as a pastor here with me. I don't ask her. She would never tell. Why not? Are you being secretive? No. We're being responsible. We have integrity. We're responsible before God and before man to walk in a way that pleases Him. And I pray that this heart and mindset becomes your common daily lifestyle and that the Father is hearing you talking about others with one another and that He says, wow, they love me, they fear me. And He makes a note and the day comes when He reveals what you shared in secret in public by showing others that you are somebody who can be trusted by both God and man. Amen? Have a good day.